This is Financial Line Podcast, episode number six. What's up, everyone? It's Ryan Bannister with the show that helps gamers save, invest, and make more money. In this episode, we will take a look at how to take an inventory of your finances and why this is an absolute necessity. But before we get started, if previous episodes have helped you, or if this is your first go and you find this episode helpful, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to make sure you get new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. And with that, off we go. So once again, today's episode is all about taking an inventory of your finances and why this is necessary. Well, first off, this is totally essential for you to do because you can't accurately plan if you don't know the full picture or what you're dealing with. And just to give a real-life example, this is what I've done so far my entire career. Back when I was in accounting, it was for multiple businesses and all the clients the firm had. And now that I've switched jobs to an individual company, it's all about tracking what's coming in versus what's going out to know how to spend and manage the cash flow. So you might be wondering, well, what does an inventory even mean? So when I say this, I'm talking about pulling every single account that you have into one place so you can look at each one and compare the activity that goes on and the total balances in each account. And like I had mentioned before, this is important because you can't plan out your finances without knowing everything that you have available to you. For example, if you don't know how much cash you have in the bank, how could you ever know if you're going to meet your expenses for the month or like how much extra you could put to a student loan in a certain month. One analogy that's always kind of helped me in looking at this stuff is relating it to like if you're playing through the story mode of a game, how can you expect to beat a boss or make it through a level without knowing the tools that you have at your disposal? And I like to compare it so that you have your weapons of attack, your defense or your armor, and your tools to increase health or power, where your income is your weapon of attack in how much you're saving each month or how much debt you can pay off. Your defense could be how much you have saved up in an emergency fund, and the tools you have to increase your health or your power can be like your budget or this inventory of your finances, for example. Because these are ways that you can take your income or your attack weapon to go after different areas of your finances, like savings or debt. The easiest way to get started on something like this, I think, is literally just getting a sheet of paper and start writing everything down. You know, it's kind of like I've said in previous episodes, where a lot of times the easiest strategy is just keeping it simple. Because just like with anything else, once you start getting so complicated or overthinking things, it makes you not want to do it. So once you've got your sheet of paper, what I want you to start writing down would be things like your bank accounts, any investments you know of, like a 401k or any brokerage account you might have. Make sure you include like your student loans, a car loan you might have, any credit cards, a mortgage, and any insurance policies too, for example, like life insurance. Then once you've got all your accounts down, I would start a second section 
which in here you'll include all the monthly bills that you have. And I think this part and really the exercise as a whole is something that can be super helpful and eye-opening because once you've got all your monthly bills down, in my personal experience, I looked at each of the monthly subscriptions I have, like Spotify, Netflix, etc. And the first time you see that, it can be a little bit troubling because these little things that cost like $5 or $10 a month that don't seem so expensive on the front end, once you add them all up, it can give you a little bit of sticker shock. Then once you've got all of these down, congratulations, you've got your personal finance inventory together. And at the risk of sounding really cliche, this is not where the fun ends, but really where it begins. And if you're a nerd like I am, I say that literally because the stuff is, to me, actually pretty fun. But now that you've got everything down, you might be wondering, what should I do with it from here? Or like, how often should I look or update these accounts? And once again, I'll give you a personal example. So for me, I actually set up a meeting, a recurring meeting on my phone every Sunday to kind of remind me to like check in and at least take a glance at my budget or cash flow for the month or the week, and especially to remind myself what bills I have coming up that week. So this is more of the part where you can take that sheet of paper you have and really start applying it, because there's a couple apps out there that I really like to use that I think make this more powerful and can really add fuel to the fire to help you here. But I didn't want you to start with these apps because they do take a little bit of time to figure out and can be a little overwhelming at first. So it's better to have everything in front of you that you know of before you start kind of plugging it into these apps. The two that I really like to use are called Personal Capital and Mint. The one that I have the recurring meeting on my phone every week to look at is Personal Capital. And that app is really useful because the home screen is more of an overall view of your net worth. So taking all of these accounts you have and combining them to show you like what you have as assets, such as cash or investments, versus what liabilities you have which can include like your student loans, car loans, any debt that you have or where you're obligated to pay someone money. So in the app, you can connect each of your online accounts, which will automatically update each time you look at it and keep you from having to go into all of your individual accounts separately, but rather all in one place to give you that overall view. It's also really helpful because once you connect those accounts and it updates the activity, you can look at it in different views or graphs, such as budgeting or cash flow tools. The budgeting tool in Personal Capital is one I really find useful too, because like I said, it updates automatically and categorizes each transaction you have like out of your bank account or credit cards, so you can see where you're spending your money and compare it to prior months or year to date. In this view, you can also set your monthly income so you can compare it to these expenses and see if you're either over budget or under budget. 
And if you're anything like me, the fact that it's automatic is a huge bonus because in the past when I've tried to do manual budgets, it works for a while, but there's so much activity each month to maintain that it gets really onerous and difficult to keep moving forward. So if I've got something right in front of me I can look at to show me where my money's going, it's really helpful. And then being able to translate this back to the net worth tracker to see kind of the overall big picture of your finances, it gives you a good perspective because you can see if you're building your wealth over time or really if you're spending more than you make because you can compare your assets like your bank account and investments to your debt or what you owe someone else. The other app I mentioned is called Mint, which is an Intuit product. So think the people who make QuickBooks or TurboTax. It's also a pretty useful app, kind of like personal capital, because you can consolidate and connect all your accounts in one place. And it's a little more budget focused rather than your overall net worth. So it's a little easier to categorize everything and look at your monthly expenses if that's more of what you're interested in. So I would definitely say once you've got everything down and know all of your accounts and everything, take these into different apps out there and use these to help you a little bit each month in managing your expenses and keeping track of where you're at financially. And like I said, I have a meeting with myself every week to kind of look at this stuff, but at the very least, I would recommend looking at it every month and doing a full review of everything you spent that month versus where you expected to be. And I'll give you another real life example here. Like at my day job, I do this with each department I work with every month where we sit down and look at the budget for the year versus where we came out for the month. And this is a super helpful exercise because a lot of times we do find like one or two things that catch us by surprise and we say, where did this come from or what is this expense? And in your own finances, I can almost guarantee that you'll find something similar. I know I for sure do in my personal meetings each week where I'll look at something and say, what the heck did I spend 20 bucks on? And I'll kind of think about it for a little bit and... Eventually you remember, but it's a good exercise just to check yourself on where you're spending and how much you're spending. If you are having a little trouble starting from scratch on this with the sheet of paper, there are a lot of quick and free resources available. Like I just did a quick Google search and found two or three different financial inventory worksheets. And if you're having trouble thinking of accounts or you just need some guidance and a little helpful reminder, these can kind of help give you that little extra bump. And I'll add this point in here too, that I do think if you have a significant other out there, like if you're in a relationship with somebody, that this is a super helpful exercise to do also. Maybe it's just me and I'm kind of a freak, but <laughs> I forced my fiance to do this a couple of years ago, not for my benefit, but more for hers. And now that we're engaged and planning a wedding, it's been really helpful to know how much money each of us has to be able to put towards this thing or 
to kind of predict expenses and what we can handle going down the road. So not to try to pry into someone else's finances, but I would really encourage you to get your person to do this, especially if you do have long-term plans with that person. So as always, if you do have any questions or you're having trouble doing this, anything related to this exercise, definitely feel free to reach out to me either on social media or however you get in touch with me and let me know your questions. You can also always get live answers to your questions on my Twitch streams Monday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. These have been a blast so far where everyone in the chat has been super interactive, asking questions, and just making it a really good time. So be sure to follow me on Twitch at FinancialLion in the app or go to twitch.tv slash FinancialLion That way, you'll get notifications every time I go live. You can also follow me on my social media accounts, at FinancialLion, which I'll update when I go live as well. And as always, I want to thank every one of you for all the support you're giving me. I really appreciate it. I know that each one of these episodes is about 20 minutes you take out of your day to listen to me and what I have to say. So once again, I really appreciate it, and I'll see y'all next time.